Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 1037-WEEI. All right, back here in the Martin Kitchen Show, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Um, Mookie Betts returned to Fenway Park last night. We're going to get to that. But I, I just continuing on this football uh, trajectory that we're on, Kitch, there is one avenue that I think the Patriots do have. It can offer a little bit of hope based on what we've seen in the preseason. They get like seven forfeits. And based on where they are in terms of health along the offensive line, I do think it's the only thing right now that we can – I'm not going to say rely on, but hope for. I do think, based on what we've seen out of some of the guys in practice, okay, Demario Douglas, Kayshawn Booty, if they're able, the Patriots, to establish some sort of identity as a quick pass in the slot type of offense that we've seen them do for 20 years with Tom Brady and beyond, I think that could be an avenue towards where they need to go offensively a lot of things have to happen you can't rely on it or bank on it but i do think that would check multiple boxes number one like i said they've had success doing that in the past number two with the offensive line where it is i think that could be one of the options you might have that might make you the most successful even more than running the ball behind a patchwork offensive line if you can establish a rhythm with quick passes quick hitters that could help the quarterback and the offense move the ball, even if you're not getting great protection. And if it all goes well, those guys emerging, those Pop Douglas-type players, if they become actual playmakers, then your offense can go to another level because you have guys, playmakers, that you drafted, that you cultivated, and are now performing on the, the regular season stage. So that would check a bunch of boxes. Not that it would take you to the playoffs and beyond, but that could be something that could take them to a new level than what we've been used to seeing. Again, it's asking a lot, but if you wanted a little bit of hope, a little bit of a beacon of light, I think that's what it could be. Could be. I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. I just don't see it. I really don't see it right now with this team, with that offense, uh, with the offensive line, those wide receivers. I'm glad you at least brought up you know, at least one of those guys that looks like he might be capable of doing it in Douglas, but, you know, we're asking a lot for a six-round wide receiver, whatever. Five-eight, yeah. 
Okay, I mean that that whatever that's fine. I mean Marcus Jones last year gave you big explosive plays out of the flat, and he's what no bigger than that. No, no, no. He's he gave you big explosive plays, Kish. But I'm talking about no. I know what you're talking about. I'm talking on about a guy consistency. game in and game out identity stuff. Yeah, it just worries me. It, it, it concerns me. I I think you know we came into this saying they're going to have to kind of be a little bit more run first in a way to set it up because that's their best offensive players, Ramondre Stevenson. And with a patchwork offensive line, an offensive line that wasn't good last year, we're asking a lot of them this year, thinking that they're going to kind of go back to what they were from previous seasons. I just I don't see the path of any grouping being really successful this year. Um, I, I just don't. I, I, I like what you said. I, I agree in large part that you know, you're going to have to utilize those guys because you know what? We know the other guys aren't explosive. We know uh, Parker's not an explosive guy. We know... Juju used to be to a certain extent, but I highly doubt he's that guy anymore. And, and he was most explosive when he was opposite another number one. Well, uh, and, and Antonio Brown. Right. And, you know, he was still decent opposite, you know, having Kelsey out there being the real focal point. But I, I just don't trust it. I mean, Hunter Henry has never really been that good. He gobbled up a lot of touchdown passes that first year, but so what? I just don't know. I There's too much unknown with this team, and we're looking at it going unknown, and maybe that's a part of what Bill Belichick wants is other people to look at it as an unknown, but I go, you don't have enough talented guys to kind of pull that off. I don't think you have enough talent to pull that off. Yeah, and it's not like the practices in the preseason have been a big secret. I mean, they've been people are watching them, the media is reporting on them. We, we can tell you what's going on, what's not going on. I mean... They've got two weeks to prepare now for Philly. Great, but how many how many things are you going to develop in that amount of time? It's not a lot of time. So if we haven't seen it to this point, we didn't see it at all in preseason games, I just don't know what they do well. And I don't know if they know what they do well either or what they don't do particularly well or is something that they're going to try to do well this year that they haven't done well in the past, something they can actually do well. You know, There's just a lot of questions that are tough to answer when you're facing the likes, the likes of the, the Eagles and the Jets and these teams that are really good and really talented. That's all. That's, I think maybe your biggest offensive advantage is going to come in if your defense is good and can, you know, continue to cause turnovers right. and even score for you. You know, I, I think that's going to be the safest bet for their offense being any good is because the defense gives them plenty of opportunities. Yeah, but we're – I mean – we're still talking and we're still I think they look good. I think they'll be good. But again, if you're gonna look towards the stats and what they've been, they haven't been as elite against the better quarterbacks. No. no. So they've that's take, still when you look that, at it, they take they were taking advantage of like a rookie Trevor Lawrence. They were taking advantage of Zach Wilson. They were taking advantage, you know. Trevor Lawrence wasn't really good as a rookie. Granted, he had Urban Meyer as his head coach, who was going to be good in that situation. I don't know. But you were taking advantage of either rookie quarterbacks, second-year quarterbacks, and guys that weren't that good. That's what you were doing. And that's how you got the bulk of your turnovers. That's why your scoring defense looks as good as it does. I still think they're a top-10 defense, regardless of everything we just said. And I think they're going to be decent again this year, pretty good this year. And that might be the best chance the offense has in terms of getting plenty of opportunities, plenty of drives. Because I don't know if they can take advantage when they, you know, have 12 drives in a game, 14 drives in a game. 
401-777-1037 is the phone number, and that takes me to this thought I can't shake. I can't shake the feeling that this Patriots season is going to be a mirror image of the Red Sox season. I cannot shake it. I feel like they are going to So be basically the last copy. two, essentially the last two Patriots seasons. Yeah, and not three. so much. Last the, three. The, I don't mean the Patriots are going to have this explosive offense and, and their defense. You know, the, the Red Sox offense has probably been better than the pitching and defense. Obviously it has been. But it just feels like they're going to be good. They're going to compete in a tough division. They're going to win some games. They're going to offer us some hope at different points in the season. But ultimately, they're just not going to be good enough. They're not going to be enough guys that make enough big plays consistently enough that get them over the hump to really become a true contender. So while they don't suck, and while there have been times that you'd say, ooh, maybe if this, it's just going to be at the end, not quite enough. And I do think I feel like it's going to mirror this Red Sox season where it just it just doesn't feel like they're ever going to have quite enough to compete with the big boys. That's what I, I just can't shake that feeling. Yeah, and we've talked about this for three or four years now. When you're stuck in the middle, that's the worst place to be. The worst place to be is stuck in the middle. You're not at the top of the draft getting high fl- uh, top flight talent, getting them in here and turning them over. You're, you're getting those marginal guys where we're looking at it like, ooh, Christian Gonzalez is a steal. Well, wouldn't you guys have all rather have been at the very top of the draft and get one of those talents, a new quarterback or whatever it is, one of those stud defensive linemen, and start to build it up, instead being stuck in the middle with middle talent. And I actually don't even think you have middle talent, particularly offensively. I think you have bottom end talent. I mean, yeah, but if you're gonna like- do if you're gonna do this another year and you're gonna be seven and ten, you know whatever it is eight and nine, nine and eight, where are you going? No, it's a good point, and you know I know the NFL draft is not the NBA draft, okay? But we were looking at um, we were looking at the 2021 draft on Cordishian Coit, or I was, and NFL? the Patriots drafted at 15. Okay. Yep. Okay, because we were talking about the Trey Lance thing, and I was just looking at the draft. Patriots drafted at 15. Okay, so you're talking about being in the middle, right? The, the amount of pro bowlers, okay, that here are the pro bowlers that were drafted before 15. Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Panini Sewell, Patrick Sertain II, um, Micah Parsons, and then Sean Slater. And that's not even including De, uh, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. who's productive for the Eagles, He's and good. Justin Fields, who we'll see in Chicago, okay? All within the first 15 picks. Then you had Mac Jones, okay? After that, the only in the first round and beyond going into the second round, okay, into the third round, you had one guy named Landon Dickerson, Eagles center, okay? And then you had another guy, Najee Harris, okay? okay? He's a running back for the Steelers. Starting running back for the Steelers. He is. He's good. But, like... A lot less of those players after pick 15 is what I'm saying. So to your point, yeah, if you want those studs, if you're going to get those studs, you have to accept that we're not good, we're not a championship team, and be okay with sort of bottoming out and going to the top of the draft because the top of the draft in 2021 was freaking loaded. And that's where you build foundational – I mean, that took – 
Jamar Chase to the Bengals took them to another level. Yeah, now, everyone pick. said they should have drafted Sewell because they need to protect Burrow. Well, they haven't really figured out the protecting Burrow part, but, hey, they still made a Super Bowl because yeah. they drafted Jamar Chase. That's right. And how big was he? Forget about the Super How big was he in a few of those AFC championships or the games against the, the Chiefs, even if they didn't win? I mean, last year he made – they lost that game – but how many huge catches, contested awesome. catches, did he make in that game that kept a minute when they weren't having guys run free? They were getting covered, and he still made plays. And you, you need to be in the top 15 to do it. You refuse to have any of those guys. You refuse to have a really high-skilled wide receiver. And I say you refuse because I just look back at it and go, hey, you drafted Nikhil Harry, who just got cut by the Vikings, by the way. Um, so he's been jettisoned off his third team already and you took him over all the guys that everyone else knew were better then you go and take thornton you take him too high over other guys that people knew were better and are better and then when you have a talented wide receiver who isn't what he was but he's still pretty damn talented out there and he's available and it's between you and one other team you refuse to pony up for it. You refuse to do anything to take yourself out of the middle. That's been the problem. And there's no reason to think. There's just no reason to think they're going to be able to do anything more productive than that this year, Ben. Now, you could get surprised. Maybe they know something we don't. Obviously, we have to keep that door open a crack. But I, based on what we've seen, what's been reported, what everyone has seen at practice, what we've seen in the preseason games, I don't know how they can know what they do well or what their identity is. So if they don't know that, I don't know how you be productive in a, pre, in a, in a regular season game against one of the best teams in football and maybe the most talented team in football. I don't know how you do that. And then after that, it's Miami, and then it's at the Jets, and it's at Dallas, who probably is going to have a good defense. And could be productive on offense. You lost to them the last time you played them, um, even though Mac Jones played pretty well. So it's going to be tough. And I don't Zeke know. Zeke revenge you know, game. The which game? Zeke revenge game. Yeah, right. <laughs> the biggest Good. name you have on offense is a guy who might be washed right now that could not find a job. I don't think he is. I think he's actually he could be actually pretty good for them. But that's the biggest name you have. Is your backup running back? I guess I was just hoping, and I don't even know who to place the blame on. I guess what I was trying to do, I was just hoping that they, based on who they have and how long they've been there, Mac Jones having been in the system and some of the guys having been around, and all the offseason workouts and OTAs and getting together during the offseason when it wasn't scheduled, the Patriots would have hit the ground running a little bit faster and harder in the preseason, in camp, where they would have not just have shown a little bit more conviction to what they were trying to do, but have been more productive. And they just, I just haven't seen it. It's just a lot of trying to figure it out, you know? And I just hoped, I, I was hoping that they were going to have more figured out. It still feels like they're trying to figure a bunch of stuff out. And that's not where and after two years of Mac Jones and all the guys that they, Hunter Henry's and Kendrick Bournes and now Devontae Parker's and, and guys that have either been in New England or in the league, 
I just I, I wish I felt like they were hitting the ground running more, but it just feels like they're lost. They're figuring it out. We'll find out what we do well, and I can't. I I really think that the first game of the season is not going to be about winning. It's going to be about figuring out what we do well, and then ultimately. Um, okay, you're it. trying to figure it out. That's fine. That's all well and good. Again, you're on your third offensive coordinator in three years. So the, to a certain extent, that's fine. But how hard are you working at that? Because it doesn't really seem like they're working all that hard at that. Well, that's the problem. I mean, that's what we're saying. They're they, not. They, that's the, the answer is they're not working that hard at it. You wouldn't have just punted on joint practices because you've told us for years how valuable they are. And if they were so valuable, you wouldn't have punted on them over a concussion. And then... When you do punt on them, you have cupcake layup practices. Bill's been taking it easy on them for a couple of years. How hard are they working? And when I say they, I mean how hard is Bill working and how hard is Bill making them work? Because it doesn't seem like it's good enough. doesn't seem like it's hard enough. Maybe that is the problem. Maybe that is the question right there. Are they working hard enough? And are they grinding hard enough to get to the level they need to get to? But I still think it's just the mentality that there wasn't enough urgency and there wasn't enough of a priority made to get those guys out onto the field. And, and Nick in the last show kept talking about putting stuff on tape, which I understand. But you can't worry about that. No. You need to prove to yourself, hey, this is what we do well. This is what we're able to do. If it gets on tape, it gets on tape. But you need to know what you do well. You have well. to have confidence. I mean, that's one of the biggest elements of, you know, you talk to any professional athlete in any sport, confidence means more than almost anything else because they're all great athletes. You know, there are some that are just truly special and unique. A guy like Tyreek Hill, just special and unique. But they all need confidence. And once that goes, once they don't have that, they're done. They're toast. And part of preseason is to build up that confidence. And sometimes you got to put that on film and say, you know what? I don't care if another team sees it. We know we can do this, and so we can pull it out whenever we need to. Or we need to find out if we can do this. So we're going to run these plays and try to make these plays in the preseason and keep hammering it until we do or until we're convinced it's not going to work and become a team that is able – to make these plays. And then, okay, you have an identity coming out of the preseason. Do you have some things on tape? Yes, but if you're a good coach, Bill Belichick, the GOAT, you can address that and adjust based on some of the success you've had and continue to evolve throughout the season. But they have no foundation whatsoever based on what we've seen as to what is going to work when the regular season starts. And I don't know how you can feel confident coming in. Ask anyone that's covered the team. Ask anybody, and we'll, maybe we'll have a guy on coming up in the next few weeks before the season starts. What's the identity? What do they do well? We, you know, we, they have Elliott and Stevenson. Are they a running team? I don't even know if I can say that based on where they've been on the offensive line this summer and beyond. I, what do they do well? We can't answer that question. Let's well, talk to uh, – Yeah, go ahead. We'll talk go, to Let's go to uh, – Steve wants to chime in. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. So I used to hear that uh, the Patriots were at a disadvantage because they were always in the Super Bowl, and all the other teams had a leg up on them in getting ready for the next season. They had a month. They had several weeks. And we haven't had that problem now. 
you don't get your identity in the first four or five weeks of the season. We know the teams change throughout the season, and you and you figure it out by November, December. But getting your identity should be done already. So that little excuse is out the window. But I think back to why Mac Jones didn't play. Am I correct in hearing that they said, that, "Gee, the offensive line was in flux," yep. and they didn't want to get him hurt? Okay. I think of Isaiah Wynn. Okay, he wasn't at the top of the draft, but do you have to be in the top 15 to get a competent offensive lineman? What was no. 18 or 20? Uh, um, this kid, uh, Cole Strange, I mean, really? This guy's drafting people. It's not working. I think now Neil Harry got cut. Yep. He's out of the league now. No one's yep. taking him. That was it. He is now, you can look at his career up now and put it in plaster of Paris. It's done. No one's picking this guy up. It's amazing he lasted a year with his previous team. We're wondering about our wide receivers. Guy can't draft. You're 31st in absolute spending, and you can't draft. Well, you know it's a bad Saturday morning when I agree with everything Steve said. (laughs) Normally, I never agree. I agree with like maybe 12% of what he says. I agree with pretty much everything he said right there. Oh, yeah, and, and this is why I, I, I don't go – I hate the, the spending argument. They're not spending. It's about the guys you're bringing in and the guys you're spending on and drafting at the – yeah. it, it hasn't helped Bill Belichick, Ben, that over the course of the last five to eight years, whatever it is, wide receiver has become arguably one of the most important positions in all of sports. Wide receiver. It replaced the running back. Right. So – and, and his deficit at being able to draft at that position is not timely. You know, that's been a, that's tough when that becomes well, one of the not, most important It's not just draft. It's, it's also who he's opted to pay. Right. Devontae Parker. Paid him twice now. Paid him twice. We all like Kendrick Bourne, but the reality is Kendrick Bourne is really a two or a three. Really a three. Yeah, and the he's other problem is we all like Kendrick Bourne more than the coaches do. Yeah, and Bourne was... Very iffy last year. You know, we kind of glossed over the fact that when he was in there, yeah, he'd make a catch, and then he'd have a penalty. So it's not like he was good and he just got buried last year by the coaches out of spite or something. He wasn't really that good last year either, whenever he did get a chance to play. Um, Yeah, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. And it's not like you've brought in, like, huge defensive names either. You brought in one, Judon. was a pretty big name. So it's not like you kind of were like, all right, we're going to piece it together, figure it out offensively, but we know we've got the 2,000 and Ravens defensively. You haven't even done that either. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll get back to the calls. I, before we, you know, I, I just want to throw a challenge out there. I know we've got other people on the line that, you know, Ralph and Dan want to talk to us about the Patriots, but I just want to know from people out there, like, why do people still have faith in Belichick? Take the Tom Brady years off the table. 2000, or 2020, 2021, 2022. Why do we still have faith in him? Because I hear plenty of callers. I heard it last night on the postgame show, the Six Rings postgame show with Fitzy and Hart. I heard people calling in, defending Bill. He's got a plan. He's going to be ready. What in the last three seasons gives you tremendous faith in Bill Belichick? How many times do we have to go over this? 
There is no plan. There is, we don't. We, no, I, I, me and you, I don't want to debate it with you because we both are on the same spot. Oh, we've gone I just, over this. I want to hear the people that still are holding on to the Tom Brady years and thinking that, you know, for some reason that translates to now because it doesn't. I just want to know. I want to know. Not me and you debate it because we're on the same side, and that'll be boring after a while. I just want to hear from people that still think that. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show, 1037 WEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.